0: This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. Creating the picture of your future. Praise the Lord. Doing what? Creating the picture of your future. In every building, every design, every building, there must be a foundational design for that building. Before you take an important project about construction, the engineers and the architects must have to come up with a design. It is a design that will tell you how much you need to carry the building, the foundation. And it is as important as the building itself. Praise the Lord. If you take a design for a six-story building and use it for a twelve-story building, what will happen? Before you go halfway, the building will come down. That's what we—that's why we are, we are seeing building collapse everywhere. Now, the same thing goes to our life. Your life has a pattern. There is a design for your life. You didn't just come to this world just like that. God had a purpose. There is a purpose for your life. There is a reason why God brought you here. It doesn't matter the family you have found yourself. No sir. What matters is the understanding of who you are and the willingness to pursue who God wants you to be. Praise the Lord. God said in the book of Jeremiah 29 verse 11, He said, I, God, know the thoughts that I think towards you. Does it amaze you? That God has no business but thinking about you. Your pastor may not even think about you, but God said, "I all I do is to do what to think about you." If our president should call you, call somebody here now and say, "Look, I have been thinking about you since last week." How would you feel? Naturally, you want to be—you are happy. Ah, Your Excellency, you've been thinking about me. I hope nothing. Oh, I just feel like doing you good. Ah, I mean, you begin to share testimony before anything happens. Is that correct? But God said, I think about you. And my thoughts about you, There, what? Please give it to me. He said, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you. That I think means it's a continuous thing if god said i i know the thought that i thought that means it was past. he thought about it yesterday but god said i think towards you that means every day god is thinking about the nations every day i know the thoughts that i think towards you they are what they are thoughts of good oh god that means he's not just thinking about you when when good begin to think good about you you don't get it god is good all his ways are good he's good in character in action in words everything about him is good and good said i think good thoughts towards you to give you what To give you what They are thought of peace and not of evil to give you an expect who is expecting the end. That's where the question is. An expected end. Expected end. That means there is an end you're expecting. But the question is, is anyone expecting an end here? Is anybody have a good expectation? God is saying the only way it will work out is when you have a good expectation about your life. When you have a good expectation about your future. I'm thinking to do you good. But it has to be with the expectation you're thinking about. That's where we have problems. Because our expectations about ourselves are not right. We don't believe in the ability of God in us. We don't believe in ourselves. If you close your eyes now, the picture you see is who you are. And God said, I'm thinking about you. But the only way this thing can come to pass is when you do what Amos 3.3 says. Can you, can you give me Amos 3.3? What is it saying? God said, I'm thinking. He said, can two walk together? God says, I want to walk with you. But I cannot walk with you until you do what? We have an agreement. We are thinking the same thing. Until your thoughts about your future is the same thought I'm taking towards your future. That's the only way we'll come to an an, expected end. When you look at your life, when when, when, when people drive past you and they splash you water, what's your thoughts? When a better car than mine pass me, you know what I think? It's a matter of time. Oh, it's a matter of time. I imagine when I'll be closing on mine. It's not covetousness. It's desire. When you see something better, when they splash you water, what do you think? We care people. You don't even know there is water. Is that what your thought is? Or tell yourself, it will not be for too long. By this time, next rainy season, you will, be, will not, you will not be able to pour me water because I will be in my own car. That's what God expects from us. Thinking his thoughts. You have to be able to create the picture of what God has created. Look, before God told He told, George, I mean Moses, to do something for Him, He said, "Build me a temple." Look, let's look at Exodus, please. Let's Exodus, Exodus chapter twenty-five, verse forty. Quickly, that's how important it is. Exodus twenty-four, I mean He said, "And look that thou make." them after the pattern their pattern which was shown d in the mountain what was god talking about he was talking about the mountain that he asked Moses to build i mean the temple who is the temple now who's the bible say we are what the bible say we are what you are the temple of the most high now this is that same temple represented in the mountain god told moses to build me a temple physical temple because the spiritual one was not yet ready and he said the condition is that you must build it according to the pattern i have shown you that's the physical temple but we are no more dealing with this physical temple god is now living in who in you and i you are now the temple of god now if god desired a temple after the pattern he has shown in the physical temple What do you think you would desire from the spiritual temple? It has to be the same pattern, the same expectation, the same thoughts, the same picture. But how do we know the picture of what God wants to do if we don't have the idea? If we don't have the same picture? Jesus said, he said, what I see my father do, that's what? That's what I do. In other words, I know the picture of the future that God has for me. That's why he, doesn't, he didn't have problem. That's why when they rejected him, he didn't feel it. Because he knew that man's rejection is nothing to him. That was why when they wanted to make him king, he, didn't, he was not excited. Because he knew that when a man makes you a king, it doesn't mean you're a king. He can remove you tomorrow. After all, it was the same people that called him, hey, the king, that said crucify him. Few weeks after. So he had a picture of what God has destined him to be. He was not bothered by anything. The storms on the way, the the, the, the rejections, the lacks, the hunger was nothing to him because he already can see the picture of where he was going. Your life is not this what you are seeing today where you are today how you feel today is not your life your life is the picture god has for you and until you're able to see what god has for you you will be here dejected confused and angry because you don't know who you are when a young little girl was born somewhere in the eastern part of nigeria Nobody thought she was anything, but gradually, gradually, God began to lift her up. And today she is about to be the first black woman and woman, for that matter, to be the president, the director of World Trade Organization. Ngazio wala. She must have been like some of you here, sitting down. I'm sorry, there was a time she didn't say anything. But immediately she came into the purpose of God for her life. Wow. Everything began to f- unfold. Beloved, there is a purpose for your life. There is a picture of what God wants for you. He has, he has painted it. He's not painting it. He has painted it. All you need to, to do is to have a glimpse of that picture. Then you will understand and you'll be able to move ahead. You understand that no matter what comes to you, you know it is just a process the process is not the product the process is a means to the product if you want to bake if you want to bake bread today you do, you don't carry the flour and just say that is the bread but when you carry the flour you, you mesmerize it you you know you do so many things to it you mix it you add this you add that you then you now put it on fire and burn it Can you imagine if that flower immediately entered the oven, it ran out? I said, no, I can't bear this. Will it become bread? Will it become bread? Many of us are the bread for the future, but we are too afraid of the fire. I will not be useful to anybody. You're going through some little challenges today and you're thinking, why is my case different? Your case is different because you are different. Your case is different because the assignment God has given to you is different. The way you cook indomine is not the way you cook beans. Hello? Some of us, if we, if we eat three packets of indomine before two hours, we'll be hungry. Am I correct? Some of us. But when you when you eat a bowl of beans, what can happen to you is that you'll be drinking water for many hours. Now, can you imagine you wanted the beans, but the time was too long for you. And you set it for what? In the meal, because of the short time. After all, five minutes, it's OK. I've eaten. You have relaxed. You can continue life. And the other man is still sitting down, looking at it, waiting for it. And after one hour, one hour, 30 minutes, sometimes, depending on the beans you're cooking, some beans are very stubborn. After one hour. (laughs) And after one hour or 30 minutes, after you now come out and you sit down and you eat. The other man, he's in the means, digest, he's already getting hungry. That's how our destinies are. Hallelujah. That's how it is. When you are working towards it, when you're when you're disciplined, you're looking at it. You're following the pattern God has created for you. Everybody is just thinking that you're wasting your time. They think, I mean, what is this one? What is this one? Why is it? That? I mean, but you are consistently focused, looking at it following it, praying about it, and, and pursuing your vision. You're in school, you're reading, you're studying, all your mates say, ah, you're always reading, why not? Jack? Come, let us go, today's Friday. You don't, but you know that this assignment, this exam must be done and you must come out with first class. You enter, you begin to pursue it. At the end of it, on the day of graduation, when everybody's seated and you have come out because you followed the purpose of God for your life and you are Called to carry the maze before everybody the only student that carries it is the one that comes out with the best the most the, the best student he comes the only student that dresses the convocation is the best student not the most handsome not the you know the first to get admitted no but the best student And that's who God goes for. God, does. God is excellent. So if he has created you, it's because there is an excellence in you. It doesn't matter what you're facing today. The only proof that you are different is that excellence. Praise the Lord. Today, look at who you are, what your life is. Tell yourself there is an excellence. Look, if you want to find gold, you don't come to the surface of the ground and pick up gold. You have to dig. You have to mine. That's why they call it mining. You're mine for gold. You dig out all the rubbles before you find the gold. The same thing with diamonds. Diamonds is, is trapped in the midst of rocks. For you to be able to find one little diamond, you have to break the rocks. You are a diamond. The only way you can become what God wants you to be is for breaking to take place. You have to go through stuffs, through, I mean, situations. You have to go through depressions, go through oppressions, go through so many things to be able to come at what God wants you to be like. And for you to do that, you must understand the picture of who you are. And how do you do that? That's what takes us to the scripture, the Bible. Praise the Lord. The only way you can understand you is when you look for you in the Bible. Because that is the pattern that you are used to. The only way a man will understand a structure is to do what? To have the plan of the building. The architectural design, the engineering design, for you to know what is carrying any building. How I mean, aren't you amazed that after so many years a building is constructed, an electrician can come and make a change? How does it happen? All he needs to do, if he's a true electrician, it takes the design and looks at the way the thing is wired, and he finds out the fault. Because there is a design, Beloved, I don't know where you are in the stage of your life. I don't know who what sit, I mean, what station you are. There is a stage. There is a design for your life. Once you pick the right design, you find that whatever the problem is, you'll be able to sort it out. But you must go for the right design. And the only way to know the right design is through the word. Praise the Lord. In Psalm 139, verse 16-17. Let's look at it. Psalm 139. He said, Thy eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect. And in thy book, all my members were written, which in countenance were fashioned. When as yet there was none of them. What do you understand by here? David was telling God, you designed me. God designed you. He has written everything about your future. In your book. All my members. Everything about you. Your structural design. Your engineering design your spiritual design, everything was already written down. So there is nothing strange about you. There is nothing strange about what you are passing through. The reason why we are comfortable and confident when we are reading the story of Job is because we are reading about it. If we have to be unfolding fourteen. I mean, if we are going to be, if we are there when the thing was unfolding, there's no book to refer to it. We are just there when he started, the problem started. He lost his, his, his children, all of them. Lost his businesses. Lost his cattle, Lost everything. If we are there, we say, Job, there's something. You will follow and say, Job, there's something. You're a wicked man. You have done something. Or your father, father, father has done something. But the reason why we are calm is because we are reading it. David said, because I can read about my life in your book, I am not moved when situations begin to happen. Are we here? I am not agitated. I am not confused when things begin to happen to me because I have read read about it already. No wonder when God asked David, he said, look, I want to punish you. But I want to give you a choice. Should I punish you myself or give you to an, your enemy to punish you? Jove said, You designed me, you made me punish me. Is somebody here? When God, who designed you, is in charge of your life, you can be sure that whatever whichever road he takes you, you are going to your destination. He said, I don't want to take them through this pattern because there is so much world, they have not experienced world before. I want to take them to a hard path so that by the time they get to that place, they will be ready for war. Can you imagine the Israelites in the promised land without being trained for war? The Philistines would have finished them. Even with all their training, they gave them tough time. Different king will come, the Philistines. The only king that made sure he dealt with them permanently was David. The man who understood his design. He said, you designed me. So if I'm confused about my life, all I need to do is to consult you. There's a picture that you've painted about me. Once I look into that picture, I can understand. Praise the Lord. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 and 13. Quickly, Hebrews 12. He said, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of souls and spirits and of the joints and marrow, and is a designer of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The word is a designer of the thoughts and it can bring your heart and your thoughts and intent, and put it in a picture on a videotape palm. All you need to do is to watch it. David said, He says, Search me if that be because the word is a designer of the thoughts and intents of the heart. I we sit together, verse 13. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight. But all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. God has the pattern for your life. There's nothing that is happening to you that God does not have where it is already stated and designed and written down. So why are you just going up and down? Why are you, I mean, you perambulating? Go straight to him and say, God, this matter, this thing, what happened? What is it? Let me understand it so that I know what to do. If you say, go and rest, I'm fighting for you. You know, it would be very, very catastrophic if God said, don't fight and you're fighting. I don't even understand. I have a son, if, are, if there is a problem, I say, hey, keep quiet, don't worry. And he's talking or trying to fight. What is does to will happen? I will leave the enemy and discipline him. Is that not correct? Yes, sir. So when God says, quiet, don't worry, I will take care of it. And you start saying, you, I will show you. What happens? God said, this matter, is." he told Moses, he said, just be still. Can you imagine if Moses tried to get, take a bucket and carry the water? Boom. And what, let's pass. He says, be still. Then you will see, manifest You cannot be fighting and walking when God is fighting and walking. Two people cannot be bearing the same burden. Come. David, he, said, he said, lay your burden upon me because I care for you. I can take care of it. It's like you are, you know, you employed labalu. You know who labalu is? People that carry load when you go to the market. Thank you. And Alabalu is the one. You are, he's carrying the load, and you are the one suffering the pain. You're carrying the, and you're doing like this. Hey, my neck. People will be looking at you, what's wrong with this one? Even the Alabalu will turn back and drop the thing and say, Madam, no worry. Forget about the money. You go. Because he's carrying the load, and you're the one feeling the pain. Allow God to carry the load. Did you hear me? Let God carry the load. It's not you. Quickly. We're out of time. Let's look at Hebrew chapter. F- Sorry. Psalm chapter 20, chapter 34. 34, 5 and 6. Psalm 34, 5 and 6. Quickly. It said, They looked unto him and were what? They were lightened and their face were not what? Ashamed. When the, What happened? Why were they not ashamed? Because they looked unto him, they saw everything. They saw the future, so no matter what happened to them, even if they didn't eat today, they were not ashamed. They were not ashamed that because they couldn't afford their school fees, they were not ashamed because when others were building, they couldn't build, because they saw their destiny in God's hand. They know that a day will come where they will be building estate and people will be buying. But they are not ashamed because they have seen ahead. Look at it. Let's the next verse says. He said, this poor man cried and the Lord heard him and said him, out of all his He was a poor man but by the time he cried, God brought him to manifestation. He was a poor man. He couldn't afford anything. But by the time, because he saw like Jabez, the Bible said Jabez was more honorable than his brother. But there was no honor in him. Everything about him was dishonor. He could see it. He said, no, this is not the picture. And he went to God and said, God, I saw the picture. This is not the picture you show me. What is happening? You have to change it. And the Bible said, he cried unto God. And God did what? He turned his captivity. I said, okay, since you understand the picture, let me give it to you. That's the God we are talking about here. Praise the Lord. Before I drop the mic, if you can note this down, very important. I say, show me your image of God and I will show you your future. The image of God you have. When you close your eyes, the image of God you have. Is he a big God? You see, I mean, you know, many of us, if you close your eyes, you don't have any image of God. That's why our life is blank. You cannot imagine how God is. You know, we say, you are big. You are, you are not just big. You are not, you know. That, that is just a song for many of us. And that's why when small things happen, we look for who to run to. So when you have a good picture, a good image of God, it is a proof that your life is going well. You say, what comes into your mind when you think about God is the most important thing about you. Anytime you think about God, what comes into your mind? God, please help me with this accommodation. Oh, that's the most important. As at that time. Is that correct? If God comes now, the first thing you do, you tell Him, is what is paining you most. You will become the image of God you have created gradually. Whatever image of God you have created, if you have seen God as a helper, you know, every, that is why uh, uh, Abraham had different names for God. Because in every way, you just begin to think God as the sacrifice. You just begin to, and He will come. You say, I'm your Jehovah. He begins to see God as the child giver as he came. Begin to see God, you know, in everything that Abraham did. The Bible said God manifested Himself. He was manifesting Himself based on what was in Abraham's heart, the mind of Abraham, his picture. That was why he told the king, "Look, I don't want to collect anything from you, so that by the time I become wealthy, he knew he was going to become wealthy." He said, I don't want to collect anything from you because when I become wealthy, you say you are the one that made me rich. As at that time, he didn't have it. But he knew he had a picture of where God was taking him, he had a picture of what he was going to become. So he didn't compromise by any means. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The most important task in this journey is creating the right picture in our mind creating the right picture. Finally, let's look at Romans chapter 12, verse 2. We'll round up from there. That's the most important. If you want to achieve anything in this life, if you want your life to be better, you must have to deal with the picture you have in your mind. That's where the devil is walking and that's where God can walk with you. The devil uses it against you while God uses it for you. So you, until you arrange that room, if, it's, if there's a lot of rubbish in that room, nothing can happen to your life. Your life will become rubbish. Look at it. He said, and be not conformed to this word. Don't stay in, I mean, don't stay the way you are seeing it. Don't stay with what you're seeing. Yesterday you are living in a, in a swamp, in a batter, in a makeshift house. God said, don't, stay, don't, your, don't allow your mind to be limited by that place. Stop thinking that that is where it all will end. Is somebody here with me? You don't have a car. Don't think, I mean, you will walk this life and go without a car. You are not married. Don't stay. Don't think that that is the way it will all be. You don't have a child. That you don't think it is going to end like that. He said, Don't be conformed to this world and the system of this world. Praise the Lord. Today, we are laughing at America because for the 400 years, they've, they've, over 100 years, they've claimed that their system is the best. But today, what is happening? That same system, they are finding fault. They themselves are finding fault in it. Don't, the, the system of man can never be perfect, no matter how good it looks in your eyes. When God tries it, he will reveal it. He says, don't be what? Don't be confirmed. But you should do what? But be ye transformed by the renewing of, change the pictures in your wall. Some of us, if we enter our wall, we will see the picture of, you know, uh, Michael Jackson, Peter Jackson, this one, that one. There is no scriptural picture at all. Everything is a picture. Some of us even have the picture of devil, Madonna, and all those ones. So, why are you why 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 wouldn't you just be roaming, roaming, roaming without destination? God said, Change, go and tear all those pictures, both physically and spiritually. Go and tear them and create a new picture. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He said, I am be- I'm wonderfully and fearfully created. Look, when all these pictures is everywhere in your mind, the room of your mind, you see that your life, your physical life will begin to change towards what is in your mind. That's what the Bible says. It said, but be ye transformed by renewing of your mind, that you may do what? That's where proof comes. When you have changed the picture in your mind, you see proof. Oh, I, I, I hope somebody got it there. When you have changed the picture in your mind, you begin to see proof. You begin to see, you will not see any proof if the mind is not yet transformed. So The reason why many of us are not seeing proof of God's faithfulness is because our mind, the room there is still containing so many things. Clean it up and you see that there is so much proof around. It says, it says prove that which is good and what? Acceptable and perfect will of God. People will not be talking about the will of God to you because you are living the will of God. You are not going to be content. I mean, when when you ever you have opportunity to minister in any capacity, maybe as a member of the choir, the usher, the intercessors, the security, you're doing it with passion because you have proven what is that perfect will of God, and you see that your life will begin to transform. Rise up on your faith. We hope you've been blessed by this message to experience more.